Welcome to another episode of How To with Mia and Zian. This week, we are going to be talking about ratios and numbers that we look at when we're looking into a company. For exemplary purposes, we are going to be picking on Apple. If you aren't already, go ahead, subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on our other social media accounts. They're all under the handle Gerber Kawasaki. And of course, please remember that none of this should be taken as personal investment advice. Everyone's situation is different. So for questions about your situation, please go and reach out to your financial advisor. And let's get going. One of the biggest questions I get from clients is what goes into your thought process on choosing a good investment. It's about time that we share some of those details with you all as well. Especially as you enter the investment world, it's really important to understand what you need to look into when researching a company and deciding whether you to buy it, hold it, or sell it. So we're going to dive into the details of what that takes. Let's get into it. Before you dive into the numbers, you want to take a step back and look at the big picture. Ask yourself the qualitative questions first. Ask yourself questions like what products and services are essential to our society? Where is our society heading and what industries stand to benefit from it? These kind of questions are going to allow you to pinpoint themes and sectors and industries that have a lot of potential for growth, which then you can look into and do that research into the quantitative aspect of things or the numbers. So what is earnings per share? Earnings per share can tell you how much the company earned per share of stock. It is showing the measure of profitability. So let's say that a corporation has 10 million shares of stock outstanding and then they earn another 20 million in profits over the last year. 20 million divided by 10 million would give you an earnings per share of $2 per share. After finding the earnings per share, we can then factor in the share price by using it in the P-E ratio. But we'll go on and break down the P-E ratio in just a minute. Another metric people use to value companies is the price to sales ratio. It's pretty straightforward. It's the price of a stock divided by the revenue per share. Just as with the P-E, the higher the price to sales ratio, the more expensive or overvalued a company can be. The reason people use price to sales over PE sometimes is there's a lot of newer companies that aren't earning a lot of money yet, but a lot of people believe in their potential for growth, which gives them astronomical PE valuations. Using a price to sales can give you an idea on how their business is growing from the top line and a good understanding of their current state of their business as opposed to the future potential for growth and earnings. So what is a price to earnings ratio? It's exactly what it sounds like. It divides a company's share price by its annual earnings per share. It helps investors evaluate what they may be willing to pay today for a stock based off of its past and future earnings. Having a high PE ratio can indicate that a company's future earnings are expected to grow. The companies may appear to be overvalued or they may actually be overvalued when compared to companies with a lower P.E. ratio. A higher P.E. ratio is saying that you are willing to pay a higher price for the stock when compared to its earnings. Price to earnings ratios are going to vary across different industries like utility companies, for example, their price to earnings ratios on average are going to be lower than tech companies.
profit margin is the amount of money that goes back to a company after the sale of a product or service. Each sale has a cost and the higher the profit margin, the more beneficial it is to that company. This number does a great job of telling the story behind a company's business. If a company has a lower profit margin, it generally means that they lean on a higher volume of sales to stay competitive. Keep this in mind as you look at a company as this can give you a lot of clarity on that company's business structure. What is the debt to equity ratio? The debt to equity ratio shows us the amount of financial leverage that a company has. To calculate the debt to equity ratio, you divide the given company's total liabilities by shareholder equity. If a company has a high debt to equity ratio, this can show that it presents a higher risk to its shareholders. In the event of a business downturn, is the shareholders equity going to be able to cover the outstanding debts of the company? That's a question that we typically like to ask when analyzing the debt to equity ratio. Let's take all the concepts we talked about and apply it to an example. We're going to take a look at Apple stock. Now this isn't a recommendation. This is just simply an objective observation of this stock. But when you think about Apple from a big picture standpoint, most people own iPhones, AirPods, MacBooks, Apple TVs, and are probably subscribed to some kind of service from them as well, whether it be Apple care, Apple TV, Apple music. So they have a lot of reach in a lot of different places. As of last quarter's earnings, Apple's earnings per share is $4.46. If you take that number and apply it to Apple's price as of market close May 18th, that means their price to earnings ratio is a little over 28 and their price to sales ratio is over six. Now the tech industry average price to earnings is closer to 20 to 21, while the price to sales tech industry average is around two to three. Apple's profit margin is 23.5%, which means that Apple brings home a quarter of what they make in sales and their debt to equity ratio is about 1.76, meaning that Apple has almost twice the amount of debt as they do equity. Take these numbers as you wish, apply your own opinion to it. Do you think Apple's a buy, a hold or a sell? Leave your comments below and we'll take a look and see what you guys think. As you can see, valuing one company is a difficult task. It's not easy work. Now, valuing hundreds of companies is even harder. And we're here to take that load off your shoulders. At Gerber Kawasaki, we do all our investment research in-house and put in the elbow grease to make sure that we're picking the best investments for you and your situation. So don't hesitate to reach out to us and sit down for initial consultation, build a financial plan for you, an investment strategy that makes sense for your goals. Thanks for joining us on another wonderful episode of How To With Mia and Ziad. I hope that this helped you to further evaluate companies that you're thinking about investing in. Of course, if you have any questions about how to get started investing or you're interested in getting a financial professional, reach out to us. You can call us at 310-441-9393. And if you have any ideas for upcoming episodes or you have questions about this specific episode, please go ahead and put them in the comment section. Give us a call or just DM us on one of our social media channels. We are here for you. And with that, we will see you next week. See y'all next week.